You're listening to the Big Finish Weekly Podcast. It's the 3rd of October 2016. Hello, my name's Benji, Big Finish sound designer and music man. And now, joining us here from the depths of the petrified forest, past the lake of mutations, straight down into the Khaled Dome, I'm joined here by Big Finish executive producer and Dalek mastermind, Nicholas it was his birthday last Thursday, Briggs. There we go. Oh, these are my favourite times. <laughs> <laughs> and hello to you all out there, our lovely listeners. Let me just say that Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio dramas and audiobooks. It was my birthday last Thursday, too. Uh, Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, Sherlock Holmes, uh, The Prisoner, The Omega Factor, Survivors, The Confessions of Dorian Gray. The list is almost literally endless. And carrying on the list, we've got Jago and Lightfoot, Graceless, Dan Dare, Charlotte Pollard, which you might have mentioned, I can't remember if you did, Countermeasures, Pathfinder Legends, and much, much more. Coming up in this podcast, in a moment, the Big Finish news, then listeners' emails. That'll be followed by our guest star interview. That's right, and as promised in the last podcast, Nick will be chatting to Charlie Pollard herself, actor India Fisher. Yes, last week we were recording the long-awaited second series of Charlotte Pollard. I say last week, uh, it was actually this week, but now it's next week. In I, I've confused myself. Uh, more on that later. The marvels of time. And following <laughs> the India Fisher interview, we'll be activating the randomoid Selectatron. Seriously, that's right. To select and chat about a random release from the Big Finish Archive. Then there'll be just about time to run through the latest Big Finish releases before we plunge you into the fifth instalment of our serialisation of The Prisoner, Big Finish's reimagining of the 1960s TV classic. Oh, and do remember that if you want to send in an email, the address is podcast at bigfinish.com. I'm saying that because even though we usually say it at least three times in the podcast, Peter Ware of Doctor Who magazine, <laughs> Infamy, complained to me last night that we don't tell people the email address. I can only conclude he's not listening properly. <laughs> but now, let's go to the max. Here is the news. Do we have to explain that again? No, we're going to... It sounded like you were having a shower there, you know. (laughs) I shower shower with my my garden hose (laughs) in the garage. Not in the... Actually, no, wouldn't that be messy? Um, Yes, anyway. the sound of a radio tuning in. (laughs) It's the sound of a radio tuning in, if you don't already know. But, and if you have been tuned in and know that, then you'll know already that I'm very strange. Moving on, we're delighted to confirm that a further run of 12 monthly Doctor Who short trip stories will be released in 2018. Yes, time to big up producer Ian Atkins. Ian Atkins, what a powerhouse, what the amazing things he's doing. I mean, uh, as you may know, you know, he's worked for us for ages as uh, um, assisting on the producing front by sending out scripts, uh, answering listeners' emails, uh, you know, when people write into inquiries. So much stuff in the production office that Ian does. And yeah, sending out scripts. I mean, you know, he gets buried under paper and he's going to the post office and all this kind of thing. Works really, really hard. And, you know, we're so pleased that now he's doing some great creative stuff. He's doing marvellous things with short trips do dip into them also the companion chronicles and coming up uh, Jago and Lightfoot he's going to be producing so um, he is you know the, the the thing that I one of the things I love most about Big Finish about people getting to work on their dream projects and, and loving it and it is so great to see Ian doing so much fantastic work and particularly on these short trips, so we were very, very keen to renew them for another year, you know, already planned for 2017, but also another year's worth in 2018. Fantastic. Have I bigged Ian up enough? That's a lot of bigging up, but just to continue yeah, well, very quickly on with that, actually. Blumen deserves it. Blumen deserves it. Well, I mean, I, I worked with him on um, uh, the Companion Chronicles, the second Doctor box set. Which oh, yes. I did the, the music, and he was absolutely. Oh, he loved your music so much. Well, he was so wonderful to work with as well on that one because he's such a he's so full of passion and enthusiasm for the project, and it was that that was really lovely, and and he'd even he'd send out uh, an email every Monday, 
kind of telling everybody where we were at with the project mm. and and it was just it was really lovely and Ian was actually the first person when I got involved with Big Finish he was the first person I spoke to so he very much is 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 a man of of many talents and a, a jack of all trades because in not a good way. in a good way he's he's the front line of the company but he's also doing doing lots of lovely creative bits so big up to my main man uh, Ian Atkins <laughs> brap broccoli <laughs> okay so anyway moving up then uh, my my uh, yeah. Yeah, just move That's on. just moving on. I, I can't <laughs> deal with all this street talk. I'm not a street talker. So now, uh, both in the 2017 and now the 2018 series of Doctor Who short trips that can be subscribed to right now, this second, and individual titles can be bought straight away and listened to instantly on our Big Finish apps. And those apps are now available available for Apple and for Android. So the current series of 2016 titles can be found in our specially priced bundle selections. And just a reminder that a new Doctor Who short trips rarities range was revealed at the weekend, offering some big finished Doctor Who treats for delicious prices on download, with all five available in a bundle. Delicious prices. Delicious. <laughs> Sounds like we're selling cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a nice cake on uh, Thursday for my birthday. Ah, oh, that's right. All down to Scott Hancock got that sorted out. That's Luckily, nice. They just, they just put one candle in it. No, no cake's big enough for the number of candles I need. Ah, <laughs> oh, at least it wasn't an exploding candle though. No. <laughs> That's another story. That's another story for another day. And in March 2017, Big Finish returned to the terrifying supernatural world of the Omega Factor when we release the Omega Factor Series 2, starring Louise Jameson and John Dorney. Yes, and you said Omega, Mega, Marga. I know. I, two different ways. I never know how to say well, it. Well, I, I said Omega, first of all. And then, oh, and then it's like Omega and Doctor Who. I know, and that's what that's when I thought, I thought about it as I was reading. I was like... Did I know? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Write, push in, write in and tell us. The original series lasted for a mere 10 episodes on television in 1979, but Big Finish's David Richardson has revived it for a new generation. Our first box set got tremendous reviews, and one episode was nominated in the BBC Audio Drama Awards. Series 2 builds upon the drama and unsettling tension of the first series. I'm quoting David Richardson now, actually. Louise and John are back as Anne and Adam, together with Natasha Gerson as Morag, uh, Alan Cox as Doyle, and Camilla Power as Dr Jane Wyatt. These episodes will see Adam go to jail, Anne fall in love, and a dangerous power asserting itself. Uh, Natasha, who's the daughter of series creator Jack Gerson, arrived at the studio and kindly said, My dad would have been so proud of these scripts. What a wonderful way to start a week's recording, says the lovely David Richardson. And Natasha's a lovely lady as well, I've met her. It's, it's, it's been brilliant for her to, you know, she's so proud of her dad's work on the series. Brilliant, brilliant for her, you know, for us to do it. It's all lovely basically <laughs> it's got some great reviews people seem to be really liking it and oh i love working on it i do the music yeah nick's the music man <laughs> well actually so we've actually got some some news regarding not the music but regarding uh the writing on uh, series two of the omega factor don't still don't know how to say it i don't want to say <laughs> omega because that sounds like that fish thing omega three so who, who yeah, knows it is it's a fish thing <laughs> The fish thing factor. The fish thing factor. There we go. But macra. Um, so here we go. Macra. They were crabs. They were crabs. Well, they're fish things. Crabs are fish things, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> but they're not fish. But they're fish. You're things. just trying to avoid saying the title I am. of this episode. Okay, so so because nobody can pronounce it. This is the first uh, episode in the box set, and it's got the most horrendous name. And I'm going to try and say it now. And please don't laugh at me. The Somnum. Sempiterinum by Phil M <laughs> Phil how do you pronounce his surname? Mulrine. Mulrine, sorry, I'm I'm completely <laughs> just I'm just bedazzled by these uh, If anyone thinks this is slick promotion for Big Finish, it's really they're not mistaken. <laughs> Literally, apart yep. from the words by and Phil, my word processor just has red red dots underneath everything. <laughs> So apologies. Oh, for mine that, Phil. mine recognises Phil Mulrine because I've written his name a lot. 
So sorry, carry, Phil. Carry on, dear fellow. Yes. Uh, so we got the the Changeling by Roy Gill. That was nice and easy. That was nice and easy. Let the Angel Tell Thee by Louise Jameson. And Awakening by Matt Fitton. Not to be confused by Matt Mitten, if you go to our <laughs> events. <laughs> he was on a website. It was Matt Mitten, wasn't it? <laughs> Actually, his name's pronounced Matt Fitton. No, I'm <laughs> Uh, the, Ome- <laughs> the Omega Factor Series 2 is... What factor? Uh, the fishy factor. The fish factor is available uh, for pre-order from this Wednesday, the 5th of October. Yes, the first series of the Omega Fishy Factor is still available on CD and download, as well as Louise Jameson's audiobook reading of the Omega Factor novel by Jack Gerson. And naturally, you can download and listen to all of that on the Big Finish app. Plug, 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 plug. Yes, there's an Android one and an Apple one, don't you know? I don't think we've mentioned that. <laughs> We're mentioning it again and again. Just so quickly on the, the subject of names, I actually laughed yesterday. Um... Because everybody, we discussed my name before, Nick, and how uh, it's Benji and Clifford are both dogs' names. You've got <laughs> Benji the magical puppy and Clifford the big red dog. And um, I just turned on this morning, really briefly, uh, yesterday, I think it was, and they had a segment on troubled, uh, troubled dogs and pets. And the woman who was on FaceTime with her dog said... Um, I've got my dog here. Um, now this, I've got two dogs. This is the nice one. His name's Benji, and um, <laughs> and the troubled one over here is called. Uh, come over here, Millie. And my sister's called Millie. So for me, I was like, I cannot believe this. It's just, it was like the the insult icing on the cake. So there we go. So we're all dogs. We're all dogs. So I apologise to anybody <laughs> whose name I pronounce wrong, but please don't don't feel that I have an easy time either. I am a dog. Um, <laughs> so anyway moving on uh, enough of this this madness uh, we're going to talk about dimensions now so writer rob shearman will be one of our guests at next weekend's dimensions event with a host of his big finish work available for autographs mention writer rob shearman's name to any big finish listener and they'll talk glowingly of doctor who scripts such as jubilee which were provided by the new tv series with the groundbreaking episode dalek Scherzo, the Maltese Penguin, or the Holy Terror. As our guests at Dimensions Convention in Newcastle on Saturday and Sunday, that's the 8th and 9th of October, Rob will be signing his big finished titles, including Doctor Who Unbound, Deadline, starring Derek Jacobi, his short story collections, Everyone's Just So So Special, and Love Songs for the Shy and Cynical, and the stage play anthology, Caustic Comedies, sorry, there was a dash as I was reading that there, as well as some recent licensed vinyl of the uh, the fantastic Doctor Who The Chimes of Midnight there we go I think you said licensed vinyl there I think it's limited limited vinyl, vinyl. sorry yeah. sorry sorry or maybe you didn't maybe I was just I probably strange. did knowing me I'm, I'm slightly <laughs> terrible at this whole if you're going to be at Dimensions and would like to request any specific titles to purchase and have signed by Rob in Newcastle, then please contact inquiries at bigfinish.com and let us know ASAP. We hope everyone attending has a great time. Benji, will you be having a great time there? I will be having a great time. I'm looking forward to it. It's always a fun event going up to Newcastle, lovely hotel right by the River Tyne. And mm-hmm. like the River Tyne, I hope and I can confirm that I will be having a great time. <laughs> I thought that was... It sounded better in my head, all right? <laughs> I, I loved it. I think it's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Not going well for me today. But yeah, it's very exciting. It should be a good convention. And if you are there, please come and say hello because it will be lovely to meet you. And that, believe it or not, is the end of the news. The news is gone. It's out the window. And that's it. Forever. Ty- time now for the big finish listeners emails that's right and peter ware from doctor who magazine if you are listening and i'd just like you to turn up the volume here you can contact us at podcast at bigfinish.com Yes, that's podcast at bigfinish.com, Peter. Just in case you didn't hear that, Peter. Peter! 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 I don't know. Are you listening? Peter, are you listening? Peter. 
Savage.com. Peter. There we go. I think he got that. I think he got the message. I hope so. If, if you got the message, please email us at podcast at bigfinish.com, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> if you did. He, said, he said, I think I'm going to write in. I think I'm going to. <laughs> we look forward to it, Peter. Write in at podcast at bigfinish.com. And there that's we the, go. That's the email address, Peter. 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 Hello? I think he's gone. <laughs> So, moving on from this madness now. First up, this is from Mario Garcia. Hello, Big Finish podcasting cast, and double hello to the captain of the Gallifreyan Chancellery Guard. Happy yeah, that birthday! That was me a couple of weeks ago. That was him a couple of weeks Yeah, it all, you never quite know what Nick's going to be I next. I was Archbishop of Peladon last week. <laughs> I have to think of something different. I, I, th- I thought it was it was a toss up between today's one or the Invisible Man, and I didn't really <laughs> understand that one. <laughs> what? I don't know. The I Invisible Enemy. The Invisible Enemy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Contact has been made. <laughs> That's yeah, it. It's do just carry on. Do ca- <laughs> I'm just going to be perusing through my DVD collection to find the next one. So, yes, happy birthday, Nick. And that's with uh, how many? One, two, three exclamation marks there. Wow. I know, wow. that's enthusiasm. So, yes, it's me again. And as I write this email, it's the 29th of September, 2016. What are you now? 25? Question mark. Interesting fact. It's my birthday today as well, and I'm turning oh. 20. Not me, Benji, as in this is Mario is his email talking yeah. um, I wish I was 20 uh, birthdays sure are fun aren't they anyway down to business I have a specific Nick question regarding your book underscore the underscore Dalek underscore generation full stop uh, <laughs> that's, that's what it says there I'm just, I know I'm just going with on. it what I'm wondering is <laughs> would it be possible for Big Finish to dot rele- dot 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 yeah. dot <laughs> ellipsis um would it be possible <laughs> for the big finish to release an audio adaptation of this excellent book i know it's long but it could be released as a box set or something or something that's right it's a brilliant read and it has even provoked the occasional reread in me yes matt smith is required but come on it's only a matter of time before he joins inverted commas here the ranks of the fallen close those inverted commas aka the big finish crew it's the first time i think we've ever been called that uh, it's a bit weird thank you mario or a bit weird mario but so are we that's right anyway happy birthday us and here's yeah. another here's to another great year mario garcia Yes, oh, thank you, Mario. It's really nice of you to write in about my birthday. And and a number of people did. So thank you. Also, the Tin Dog uh, podcast wrote in to congratulate me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, wouldn't it be great? Just imagine <laughs> doing an audio dramatization of the Dalek generation. Uh, yes, it's just a mere problem of, of getting Matt Smith to uh, come and work with us. So uh, We'll work on that, and and you know who knows. I I would love to do that. I'd love to uh, adapt and dramatise my own book. And, uh, you know we've um, we've done books, and they you know they only last for four episodes. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. 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 Anyway, so the problem has got a four-year-old in it, and that might be a problem casting. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hmm. We're, just, we're both this thinking was... about it. We both this... stopped like. Hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, this from David Lever. Dear Nick, Benji, and possibly Ben, I'm going to start this email off by saying a quick thank you for all the hilarious podcasts. Keep up the good work. You're so welcome, oh, David. Thank you. I've always loved audiobooks and Doctor Who, so I can't believe it took me until the 2013 Doctor 50th anniversary celebration to find you. Although a few months later I discovered a copy of The Veiled Leopard I bought from a charity shop years ago at about aged seven. <gasps> you make me feel so old. I'm afraid I can't give you any anecdotes about Patrick McGowan. Shame on you, David. Or similar. The best I can do is that my dad knows Timmy Mallet. <laughs> I don't know whether you should have written that down. <laughs> Timmy Mallet. If you don't know who Timmy Mallet is good uh but what i can do is say thanks 
Your audios have helped me greatly. I suffer with a lot of stress and anxiety, especially around exams. So your audios combined with doing pottery while I listened to them productive, like allowed it. me to stay calm and achieve exactly the results I needed to my dream university. In fact, I'll be going there in exactly two days from when I type this. You're already there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your audios help me in everyday life too. For instance, when queuing and going to the gym, very healthy. Two things I found extremely difficult without something to distract me. Yeah, I'd need a lot to distract me to get me to a gym. The last time I was in a gym, there were ropes and ladders and a horse to jump over. Anyway, a basically, not a live horse, that would be cat catastrophic. <laughs> basically, Big Finish has genuinely improved my life. So I want to say thank you to every one of you. Oh, thanks, Daddy. That's nice. I'm, I'm not sure which of your recent releases are my favourite, though I think there are a few I need to mention. Doom Coalition 3 was marvellous and a triumph. Yeah, well done, Benji. And well done, John Dorney and Matt Fitton writing it. And well, just well done to everyone. The Two Masters trilogy is intricately plotted and left me with a huge grin on my face. Classic Doctor's New Monsters was exceptional. I particularly enjoyed the harvest of the Sycorax, as I always felt that they were a brilliant monster. And I'm a huge fan of Sylvester's Doctor, though I do love all the Doctors. I really enjoyed the fourth Doctor series five, especially The Trouble with Drax by John Dorney, and that two-parter finale by someone whose name just escapes my memory. Winky face emoticon. <laughs> uh, yes, that's me, I think you're talking about uh, one thing I would love to see in future would be a team up between Bernice Summerfield and River Song. Oh, this has been mentioned very before. Very popular, I that one. I know it's been suggested by fans before, but I thought I'd just suggest it again because I know it would be brilliant. I would also love to see a Tenth Doctor story with Jago and Lightfoot, but I know that's very wishful thinking. After all this rambling, I hoped it's okay if I ask a couple of questions. Oh, well, I just don't know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Are you being <laughs> served? <laughs> Sorry, I just... Now, what's, he got, what's this? If support lists what? I was, I was getting really jealous when I saw that. The opportunities to read out all of that great punctuation is... Well, really he's put exciting. a load of punctuation at the end. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on the Power of the Daleks animation? I'm pretty excited, he says. Um, why was the decision made to put River into Doom Coalition? I love her in it and think she fits perfectly, but I have seen a couple of comments muttering about it as just a marketing ploy. Likely people who haven't heard it quite right. Finally, I want to say that I'm really excited for these next two months as you have so many brilliant titles. I'm particularly excited for Jago and Live for the Series 12. Thanks very much for putting up with this stupidly long email. Hope you didn't find it too annoying. David Lever, P.S. Here is some punctuation for you to read out as per the last podcast. Right, I, I'm going to let Benji read out this punctuation. Go on. Okay, so we've, we've got... <laughs> Got here. I don't know. The, I don't know what the technical term is for an at sign. I assume it's just an at sign, isn't it? I would say at. Wouldn't you say at? Yeah, it's not ampersand, is it? That's a, that's that's an and sign, isn't it? An ampersand. Yeah, that's an and sign. Well, we've got yeah. so we've got an at. We've got some inverted commas. We've got a question mark. We've got a forward slash, and that is a forward slash facing forward in the right direction. We've got. <laughs> Two of those great sort of triangular things, which I can never remember what they're called, but we'll just—I don't just, know. What they're called, I don't no. They're like they're like funky little umlauts. Um, there's a percentage sign, a comma, dollar sign, underscore, dollar sign again, sneaky one there, and a uh, the squiggly thing. Yeah, and a full stop. There we go. <laughs> Exciting. There we go, guys. I better answer those questions. Indeed. What, go for what, it. Go what for are it. my thoughts on the Power of the Daleks animation? Well, I am old enough to remember seeing Power of the Daleks in the first place on its one and only broadcast in the UK, uh, which I enjoyed very much. So it would be great to see that. And I might have some involvement in the DVD release, but I can't say anything else. Exciting. I'd be sacked from it now I've said that. Uh, why was the decision made to put River into the Doom Coalition? Oh, they just thought it would be fun. I mean, marketing ploy. I mean, it's just an exciting thing, I think, and they found that it was possible, and and yeah, and David Richardson and Matt Fitton wanted to do it. Yeah. I, I always think though, with 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 the big finish stuff, is that like, is there's so many creative people working on stuff. I think a lot of the things are just people have great and fun ideas. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I don't, I don't. And it assume, worked really well, didn't it? I think it worked great, and it's it's good fun. And I, I mean, I've I've not been with Big Finish for long, but I, I don't sort of envisage people sitting in a great big tower in the middle of London around a scary table saying, "Right, guys, bring her in, market employ, great one over here." We can, <laughs> you know, I think it's just lovely creative creative ideas, really. 
I mean, this is the brilliant thing about Doctor Who, you know, because of the whole time travel thing. You can just do all sorts of crazy things like that. Right. Yeah, I think that's all the questions, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I've answered the questions. Lovely job, Lee. Right, there we go then. So moving on here, this one's from Kevin McHale. That's right. Hi. That's what he says there. Um, <laughs> I was expecting. Well, thank goodness you read it out. <laughs> I was expecting there was more. Um, yes, very much enjoyed the Sean interview. Very much, despite not being very familiar with the Gallifrey range, which I'll rectify at some point. Also, the varying lengths of the podcast, depending on what's going on or going on in them, is a good thing. Don't become all standardised. Smiley face. With love and thanks for everything to Nick and Co. Kevin. Ah, oh, well, I, nice. I, I agree with you. You see, we don't have to stick to a format. No, I think that would kill me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Having yeah. to edit it down <laughs> to a specific length. Yeah. OK, well, thanks for all the emails. There are many more and we'll be catching up with them during the podcast in the coming weeks ahead. That's right. And don't forget, Peter, where the email address is podcast at bigfinish.com. Yes, Peter podcast at bigfinish.com do you think he's got the message now benji oh, i would hope so i would hope so that's p-o-d cast at bigfinish.com there we go don't, don't forget it and now it is time for our guest star interview nick you spent the last week in the studio directing charlotte pollard series two haven't you Yes, I have, and I found some spare time to interview Indy Fisher, who who plays Charlotte Pollard. We're old mates, so apologies for any over-familiarity in the following interview. So, he- he- <laughs> hello, India Fisher. Hello, Nicholas Briggs. Well, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. In a slightly fetid studio. <laughs> It's the end of the second day. The end of the second day. It's obviously got very heated in here. Yeah. I've been out of here for some time, came back in. Hoo-wee. They could have done with putting a bit more of the air conditioning <laughs> on. Yes, it's end of the second day of the second series recording of Charlotte Pollard. It's all the twos, yes. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, can I just say sorry it's taken so long? Oh, uh, that's quite all right. I've had other things going on. <laughs> Rearing a child. Rearing a child. So I'm perfectly... It was worth the wait, Nicholas. Oh, thank you. No, really, genuinely. Just checking. Stroking your... Stroking your troll. (laughs) (laughs) That's my... uh, Microphone. Yeah, the recorder's got a... a People must know by now. It's got a strange furry thing. Anyway, um, so uh, just generally feelings about how it's been the last couple of days? It's been brilliant. I've had a very easy day today. I've done literally three scenes. But um, no, I think it's really going well. I, uh, yesterday morning was a big old chunk and that felt, it felt really, it was, it was exciting to be back in studio again and exciting to uh, be with James playing Robert. And I really think we're we're gelling really nicely. It's starting well, to... Well, I think so, listening in to my you. In my humble opinion. <laughs> but, um, no, it suddenly felt like this is a nice team. Are um, you all right? I mean, I presume you are all right coming back to Charlie because you've agreed to do the job. So. Yes, I, well, I, I need the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mouths to feed now, you know. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> uh, yeah. Nothing pays like it used to. No, I'm, I'm very all right coming back to Charlie. Why would I not be? She's brilliant. Yeah. And um, you have written... A stonking for four parter, mm-hmm. not four different ones. I was expecting four different ones, and then I realised, oh, it's all but one. I did have a terrible moment when I sent you said, oh, do send me the script. So I sent you a PDF, <laughs> and like weeks later, I hadn't heard anything. I just thought, oh, she clearly hates it. She was so keen to read it, and she, oh, she must have read it straight away and thrown it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I did as soon as I'd read it. I sent you an email, you and you said. Uh, uh, saying how brilliant it was, and you said, uh, "Oh, I did think you'd obviously hated it." I went, "No, no, just lazy ass." I've only got round to reading it two weeks before actually recording it. But that's, well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah that's people, that's me. That's, that's a lot more than some people yeah, do. Some people idea. don't read it at all. I'm I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm not naming any names. No, I, I no, yeah. sorry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I do read them. I do read them. I underline my bits, and uh, yeah, no, I thought it was. I really it it moved me. It made me laugh. It moved me quite a lot, actually. I thought there were several bits that were very moving. And 
I love where you're taking Charlie. I really like the fact that um, I like the fact that she's allowed to panic, and the fact because so in the first four, uh, I felt that she was sort of almost pretending to be the doctor. It was there. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very aware of what I'm doing, and I'm very in control. And yes, these scary monsters are coming at me. I know how to deal with this. And what I really love about this one is she keeps saying, why do you expect me to know what's going on? I don't know what's going on. And I like the the humanity of that. Um, well, I was very keen. I mean, I liked what happened in the first series of Charlotte Pollard, but I, I, I hung on to it for a long time before I let other people write it. Mm, but I wasn't going to have the time. And so they just went, I, I said, OK, I'll get these guys to write it then. Because uh, yeah, I, I was aware that they wrote sort of Doctor Who adventures mm. and, and I, that's not what I wanted to do yeah. so this is very much I'm not saying I would have written this story for the first one but mm. the stuff you're talking about yeah. about her not being the doctor she's that, not the doctor this is how yeah. I would have written the first series yeah. had I had the time to yeah. do it I, I'm not dissing what not, Matt and Jonathan absolutely did because not. they did lovely stuff and they were beautiful yeah. stories and I think it was a really good introduction and uh, I just like the fact that this is taking it mm. down a slightly more you know she's just she's just winging it and she thinks this will be great and she drags Robert along and then there's a brilliant bit where she goes sorry as <laughs> they're like you know this really wasn't that much fun was it um but actually they find uh, they find a camaraderie and they find an enjoyment out of it and uh, I love that I love the, that she's uh, yeah, she's a bit more human and a bit, you know, she gets to shout. You know me, I love a good rant. <laughs> Yesterday I had a very good rant. That was very nice. Yeah, yeah. I liked the ranting. <laughs> um, uh, now, the mm. podcast. Podquast, the podcast. Yes, it's yes. a French version of a podcast. <laughs> yes, the exactly. podcast. Hello, yes, you, <laughs> you come here with your podcast. Uh. Um, the podcast questions mm-hmm. are, are about... Um, are threefold and very specific. <laughs> yes, OK. Um, you know, I don't know whether you ever really listen to Big Finish. Stuff. The, fir- the first question is always, uh, what, what's agitating your molecules about Big Finish at the moment? Have you got anything to say about oh, what, is it? The storylines yeah, or, or just or generally? Listening. Have you listened to any? When was the... No, but I that's what I'm saying. I know, I know. I'm terribly sorry. I don't. No, don't I'm worry, freely, I freely admit that. i tell you what's agitating me about Big Finish at the moment. Yeah. It's the lack of the moat. Can oh. I just oh, We're not at the moat studios, we're at the we're sound house. We're not at the moat studio. Not that I have anything against the sound house. It's lovely. It's lovely. very nice. But it's incredibly busy with lots of other very thespian actors outside. It's the, I think it must be the BBC. Yeah, uh, the BBC are the, recording in the next studio yeah, and yeah, doing a Neil the, Gaiman thing with Dirk Maggs. Yeah. But you see, I, Dirk Maggs and I, he's a producer, director yeah. of BBC stuff and all sorts of stuff, Audible and what have you. And, you know, uh, we're, we're mates and, I, you know, we have... Uh, tried to get a lunch together for about a year and we just and we keep emailing each other going no we can make it no I was, oh, but I'm in a urge you know and so I get to see Dirk Aww, because well, he was he here, was next here, door yeah, yeah. oh well that's very nice and he's though. lent me his um, iPad pencil because I forgot mine today oh. I forgot the pen oh for and Lord's was, sake, I've, lo- I've become very good about not swearing now since, <laughs> I have a, since I have a toddler Lord's sake Nicholas I know well I <laughs> And I was uh, unloading all my woes to him about my iPad. Uh, well, it's fascinating, listeners. It is um, thrilling stuff. And and Dirk said, "Well, I've got a spare pen with me. I'm not using it." Well, so. that's lovely. No, yeah, doesn't make up for the lunch. But there we no, go. That's there you fine. Go. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Go. No, no. So, uh, uh, okay, that's what. Yes, that's sorry, what's that's agitating me about so, big so, fish, but nothing else agitates me about big fish. I meant agitating in a good way, but you know, oh, agitating, agitating in a good way. Oh, exciting right. you. Oh, exciting. exciting me about big finish. Oh, I don't know. Just doing this. Fine. Yeah, just moving. doing this. I'm moving, moving on. on. I'm moving on. What's agitating your molecules generally in the world of entertainment, like a book you've read or, or a television thing you've seen or a film or a play, anything you like or all of those things, anything? Well, okay. Uh, you want a little I insight into yeah, your taste. Into my taste. Okay, I don't really have time to read anymore, sadly, but um, <laughs> I have just very late to the, to the game uh, just finished Mad Men. Which was brilliant. I'm slightly in love with John Hamm, more than slightly in love. And um, uh, but uh, I want to watch The Fall. I haven't seen uh, the first. It's with Gillian Anderson, oh, right. who oh. I adore. It's all about murder. And yeah, violence. don't mind that. Don't mind Haven't that. Have you found since you've had a kid? I can I find things about murder and death and harm to people quite 
Ever mm. since I've become a father, I've become quite... Yeah, I find the charity ads now I can't watch without absolutely blubbing like yeah. a fool and sort of reaching for my phone just going, I love these poor children. But uh, no, no, murder and, and things I don't mind. As don't long as it's to, good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, a good story sort of, is a good you know, story. Yeah, 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 sort of the... I also have a problem, and I, I don't mean to sound horrifically right on on PC... <laughs> But I have a problem. So much murder stuff, and it's reflecting reality, is about violence against women. And sometimes, yes. you know, the next time I see something where a man sneaks out of a wardrobe to knife some woman in yeah. her bed or something, and I just think, oh, I'm, I can't, I'm so, this yeah. is just uh, upsetting me so much. You know, I just, even really good drama with really great people, I think, did we have to do another programme about violence against women because it's yeah, just no. so horrific <laughs> you are right it's there's... sort of like a violence pornography you know? yeah yeah there, anyway. there, there is yeah no I, I don't know I haven't watched it is the thing so I've yeah. but I've seen that the series two is on and I thought oh I must really watch series one because I do think she's brilliant yeah and I think I think it was series one yeah. Is it, I think her English accent is impeccable. Oh, amazing. Well, wasn't she born in England? Oh, was she? I don't, I don't know. Is I don't know, she, know the details. It's, is she yeah. now married to an English guy? I don't know. I don't we all know. need to Google her. Yeah. She's brilliant. Google her now. Google Julian Anderson. Her you now. may have heard of they her. They all know. Everyone's going shouting at their uh, <laughs> computers, going, for God's sake, two of the <laughs> most true. ill-informed people yes, blathering oh, on. <laughs> I, you see, I think I started to watch the first one of The Fall, and I think that was violence against yeah. a woman. I think it probably was, yes. No, I've, I've seen adverts where she's saying, I want him to survive so that he can rot in jail. So I presume he's done something yeah. hideous. They, I remember the opening scenes about a woman in a place and a, try, a, a guy trying to get in. And I just thought, oh, mm. not more of this. I'd already just watched Luther and that was all about oh, violence see, against yeah, women. I, didn't, I, I just... didn't watch that, no. Anyway. I quite like that. Oh, now that's what I liked recently. I very rarely watch uh, sort of, you know, I'm always a bit snobby about like sort of, you know, uh, dramas on telly I think oh no that'll be no good you know anything <laughs> with Olivia Coleman, and I'm like no and <laughs> she's good okay alright but uh, no I've done nothing against Olivia Coleman. I'm sure she's excellent but uh, it was the one with was it called Betrayed where the I'm not going to be able to remember anyone in it now which I'm is really up. awful isn't it and like you know but he was an undercover uh, undercover like sort of um, cop and he he infiltrated uh, his sort of a very uh, left-wing black activist in the 80s and then married her and had fam- had an entire family and then they sort of try and bring him out at the end and it's the idea that he is actually the person that she was in love with because... He became... Uh, yeah, person. with Adrian Lester, that's it, right, which yes. uh, I, I always never remember his name. Oh, and yes. he was like... So it's she discovers and um, that... Uh, you know, she discovers that he's been lying to her all this time and it's that idea that... Uh, you know, she doesn't know the man she married, but she does because they've been together for 25 years. And mm. just because the slight lie at the beginning, does that, you know, does that mean he's not the man well, she India, married? Well, India, we all do a slight lie at the beginning. <laughs> <don't we? laughs> They're always at your dating weight and then you just pile it on. I'm very glad that this is audio, people, because like, Lord love us, I've let myself go. <laughs> Oh, India. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's lovely. Is it, have you <laughs> any, <laughs> anything else to anything add? Else to add to no, that? it's no. just I'm having a really lovely time well, being back. Thank you very much no, for well, re-employing lovely. me. And that noise me is her nice... patting me on the leg. Yes, just, just in case, case listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smacking me around the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lovely to work with you again. Well, and I, and I promised the listeners last week that you would be on this podcast. So, oh, well, yeah. hello. We've Hi. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. You can all go about your business now. Bye. Bye. Huge thanks to India, etc. It says here. <laughs> uh, it's been brilliant to see her again. Um, we, yeah, the, the, you know, when she recorded the first one, she, the first Charlotte Pollard series, she was so pregnant we thought she was going to have the baby in the studio. <laughs> she literally had it the following week, and now she brought her three-year-old son in to see me. Aww. So that's how long ago that was. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Thanks, India. Yes, thank you very much. It's actually, that release uh, itself is, is quite hotly tipped as well because, uh, I mean, when I've gone to the big finish days and events like that, people wanted this for quite a long time, so it's, it's nice that it's sort of 
Yeah, I think it's fair to say they're quite cross that it's not out yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that sum, sums it up a bit better. But yes, anyway, moving on, it's now time once again for our good our good friend Ran. That's right, Ran the Randomoid Selectatron. He goes by many names, and today he is about to be initiated once again. Could Ni- I just say something before he's initiated? Go for it. Yeah, Hannah Newman wrote in to confirm that her name is Hannah Newman and not Hannah Neumann. Uh, And then I typed her name wrong in the (laughs) podcast story and put an H on the end of her name and she spells Hannah without an H. (laughs) So I did go back and correct it. Hannah, I hope you noticed that. Thank you. There we go. Okay, onwards. Onwards, onwards and upwards and roundwards. Here we are now. So (laughs) Ran is being clicked now. And it's released 200, the secret... History. There we go. Ah, uh, yeah, that's part of what we called the locum doctors, wasn't it? Uh, where, where the doctors, like the fifth, in this story, the fifth doctor occupies the place of the first doctor. That's it's all right, shaken up, and yeah, that's right. That's right. I think it's written by Eddie Robson, is that right? I haven't got it in front yes, of me. Yes, you're correct there. Robson, directed yeah. by Barnaby Edwards. Barnaby Edwards, yeah. And uh, my, uh, there was a problem with Peter Davison's availability. So we had uh, Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis playing Vicky and Stephen in that. Uh, two of my favourite people. I mean, uh, saving uh, any insult to Peter, particularly Maureen. Particularly <laughs> Maureen. Um, and um, uh, Peter Davison couldn't make the main recording. And because Maureen lives in France and her travel to Britain sort of, you know, it has to be planned. Um, it was a real problem. And I said, well, you know, I'm sure Peter will be fine about coming in later. I said, but the deal is I have to come in and play Peter Davison. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I don't think Peter's aware of this. So I went in and they put me in a special isolation booth where no one, you know, where my voice wouldn't overlap with anyone. But I, I played the doctor in that story. That's fun. I had the most fantastic time. I really, you know, put in the effort and gave a great, you know, well, I say a great performance. That sounds immodest. What I mean is I try. I didn't just phone it in you know i gave them something to react on i'm just having this so, great vision in my mind of you you feeling so enthusiastic that you turn up to the studio with your bit of celery co- and your <laughs> costume there and your hat <laughs> and um uh, yes and because i have played peter davison before unbeknownst to peter davison i may have told him this now i can't remember um but uh there was a story i was editing years ago called the uh, land of the dead i think it was called is that right yeah very early on and um, there were some bits where the Doctor had to do some struggling around and, throw, and Gary Russell hadn't got Peter. Peter's quite unwilling to do lots of uh, vocal stress noises and things like that. Uh, but, and so Gary hadn't asked him to do it. And the scenes just didn't work without it. And so I uh, uh, did all that uh, uh, stuff. And it which doesn't sound unlike Peter Davison. I don't think we've got similar voices, but you know, I, I couldn't sound like Tom Baker, for example, but it was people just accepted it anyway, you know. And so all, all Peter Davison, I was like his stunt man for that story. <laughs> I just did all his vocal no, extra vocal noises. Yeah. So you can hire Nick as your, your audio stunt double. <laughs> oh, by the way, let's play the trailer for it. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Men of Ravenna! I demand your immediate surrender. I am Flavius Belisarius of the Imperial Roman Army, and I take this city in the name of the Emperor Justinian. Doctor Who, the secret history. At this moment, I can remember how this whole journey turned out because I've lived through it before. But as soon as I step out of the TARDIS, the timelines will change. It'll be me who does all this, and I won't remember what happened the first time around because it won't have happened yet. I didn't expect this. There he is, the blonde one. You're quite sure this doctor is a Persian spy. Why should she want to tell people I'm a spy? Rhinish Quesh Ash. Perhaps she's a witch. Cyber Quesh Ash. Does the weight of history rest on the doctor's shoulders? Yes. Yes, it does. There's someone in there. Someone who's gone missing from the world. What have I done? Stephen, it's um very good to see you. Who are you? I'm the doctor. The, the doctor? doctor. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Yeah, there you are. Uh, yeah, it's a great story, and it was a great little uh, trilogy 
of stories with the doctors assuming uh, previous doctors roles in stories what were the other ones in there i wrote one of them and i can't even remember the name of it off the top of my head now uh, because let me, of my recent let birthday me have, celebrations. A, have a look for you i would say that the interesting thing that what we've selected here is in fact the free episode one of secret history uh, and we do uh, it's worth mentioning from time to time release episodes for free uh, just as a sort of little taster so you can have a listen and and decide whether you want to listen to the rest of it so do watch out for those and it's still available for free that first episode if you would like to download it there's actually some real corkers in here for for the other stories as well actually they've got the de- the defectors with um sylvester oh, mccoy and katie manning that's the one i wrote yeah, yeah. and also um last of the cybermen uh, Col- oh, that's Colin right. Baker, Ri- Fraser Hines, and Wendy Padbury. So written by Alan Barnes. Yes. yes so there's actually there's fun. some quite if if you're feeling if you're feeling uh, bold there's a good sort of three stories there of of slightly different Doctor Who to 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 get your teeth into. Definitely, definitely. That's good fun actually. So there you go, a thorough recommendation for the secret history. Uh, Eddie Robson, a fantastic writer, just reading a, a story proposal by him uh, the other day, and it's a uh, he hasn't been working for us enough recently. Great writer. He was one of, when I first started being executive producer, I, I, I you know, uh, he he inspired me with his work, uh, particularly uh, Human Resources. Oh, Human Resources. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I was just going to bed and I just thought I'd just re- start reading that script. I'd probably drop off and it doesn't matter. I'll read the rest tomorrow morning. And, you know, two hours later... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still awake reading it. It just, it just had me the moment I started reading it. Anyway, Eddie Robson, brilliant. The Secret History, brilliant. There you are. There we that go. That was the Randomoid Selectatron. Thank you, Ran. Yeah, well done, Ran. You, you pulled out a great one today. So there we go. And, and now, as we end to the latter part of the podcast, it's all getting on a little bit now, uh, we've got some time to mention the latest releases. So, Nick, please take it away. Yes, that'll be Doom Coalition 3 getting the most fantastic reviews. The Eighth Doctor back in action. Then there's a whole clutch of brilliant short trips as well. Sarah Sutton reading The Toy, a Fifth Doctor story by Nigel Fares. Duncan Wisby reading Lepidoptery for Beginners, a Second Doctor story by John Dorney. Beth Chalmers reading The Little Drummer Boy, a First Doctor story by Eddie Robson, as previously mentioned. Brilliant. Matthew Waterhouse reading A Full Life, a Fourth Doctor story by Joe Lidster. Stephen Critchlow reading Sound the Siren and I'll Come to You, Comrade, a fourth Doctor story by John Pritchard. And me reading Museum <laughs> Peace, as in P-E-A-C-E. An eighth Doctor Dalek story uh, by Jim Swallow. Here's an interesting question for you, Nick, just on the subject of reading, reading a Dalek story. Yes. Do you, do you do the Dalek voices with or without a ring modulator? Because that is quite an interesting little hook there. I do it with a ring modulator. I like to hear them. There yeah. you go. There you go. You've heard it. Yeah. You've heard it here, Faust chap. Faust? First chaps. You've heard it, Faust. <laughs> Whatever that means, I agree. Absolutely. So that's farewell from me as we say goodbye now. So I've been Benji Clifford. Would you like to say goodbye, Nick? I'd, I'd like to say goodbye with a massive plug and a story so far thingy. That's right. He's actually brought the plug from his bath with him to, to show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's in fact a massive plug for Vortex, our free online and printed Big Finish magazine. It's edited by Kenny Smith and designed by Mark Plasto. They do... And, oh, Benji's holding one up now. Uh, they do a fantastic job. It's packed with superb features and interviews all about Big Finish releases. It's literally unmissable if you buy a CD from us because you'll get it for free wrapped up in the package. But you can also just download it as a PDF from our site. A special mention, if I can speak, uh, must go to David Richardson for all the work he does on the magazine too. Uh, It's unmissable. And frankly, we don't mention Vortex enough. So Vortex, Vortex, Vortex! That was good. That was a lovely little one there. Oh, he added a little bit of... Yeah, I like it. That's like a little potion there, Nick. <laughs> oh, yes. There we go. I just went down the plug hole. Oh, that, that was the plug. <laughs> that was great. Every, yeah. every week, this man never fails to impress. Last week, I actually had Tom Saunders 
messaged me to say, you know, Nick's white noise impression was actually quite good. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I can't do it this week. That's not too bad, is it? Beautiful. It wasn't as good as last week's white noise. La- last week's actually stopped me in my tracks. I was that impressed. I was like, this, this is... This week, nah, not so much. Nah, it's more of a brown noise this week. But uh, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Yes, let's just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, Nick, so what is the story so far thing in the Bobbidi? Well, the thing about Bobbidi is uh, coming up in a matter of seconds, the fifth instalment of our serialisation of the first episode of Big Finish's audio reimagining of the 1960s TV classic The Prisoner. And number six, stranded in the mysterious village after trying to resign from his top-secret job, has had his first disturbing encounter with number two. And now, they're about to get into a futuristic skimmer copter for an aerial view of the village. I thank you. Goodbye. So where are you taking me? I'd like to put everything in perspective for you, number six. What the hell's that thing? It's a helicopter, dear boy. It's not like any helicopter I've ever seen. Oh, it's the latest thing. Yeah, I bet it is. as a qualified pilot. Oh, it virtually flies itself, you know. Step in. Step in. really. So I keep hearing. In many ways, it's like a world on its own. Yes. I shall miss it when I'm gone. Oh, it'll grow on you. We have everything here. Everything except personal freedom. The freedom to leave. All the amenities, the very latest technology, and much more. Everything's interconnected. There's a screen in every home. A television. What's so special about a television? Through it, you can access all kinds of entertainment. Just touch the screen. Buy what you like with your work credits. Work? I won't work for you. What sort of work were you expecting me to do? Nothing too demanding. Behaving yourself, cooperating. Then I'm afraid you'll have to fire me. Or starve me to death. <laughs> I'm sure we can offer you a temporary loan. Oh, now, there's the village hall. Administrative centre. We have our own democratically elected council. Of course you do. It's also a place for meetings, amateur dramatics, or that sort of thing. Fascinating. Yes, it is. Now, oh, there's the restaurant. Oh, and uh, we have our very own newspaper. You must send me a copy when I'm gone. <laughs> you really will be the death of me, number six. That's the graveyard down there. Is that a threat? But you'll be more interested in our little social club, I should think. But I could probably get you membership. It's very exclusive, but you have a certain... cachet. You're too kind. And if you have any problems, there's our Citizens' Advice Bureau. They do a marvellous job. Everybody's very nice. Nice people in your beautiful village, packed with all the latest things. I get the picture. Thank you so much, number two. You might even meet people you know. Who's that? Hmm? Down there. Someone running. Oh, dear. Now this could get messy. Down we go, please. Down. Is that a way out? No. 
But we can't let such defiance go unpunished. What had you in mind? Cat and nine tails? Public flogging? Mm. Well, I'll try good old-fashioned reasoning just one more time. Increase speed, catch him up and hover in front of him. Ah, there he is. Wait a minute. Stop, stay where you are, do not run. I know that man. Do you? How charming. Want a word with him on the loudspeaker? Oh, too late. Off he goes, oh well. Number two to operations controller, orange alert. Right, uh, let's gain some height again, please. Orange alert? What's that? What are you going to do to him? You'll see. Look over towards the sea. Orange alert. Orange alert. Rover now surfacing. Identity locked. is that thing? That will be telling. It's moving so fast. Yes. I'm afraid your friend Cobb won't stand a chance. Take us down. I beg your pardon. Take this thing down now! Cobb! Cobb, it's me! Stop running, man! Stop running! You don't stand a chance! No! They can't keep me here! No! No! Oh, get it out! They can't! No! No! What the hell's that ball thing doing to him? It's smothering him. Will it kill him? Well, perhaps it will. Perhaps it won't. It's all in the hands of the higher power now. Who? Oh, number one. <laughs> Very good, number six. I am not a number. I'm a free man. Oh, now don't go off in such a huff, old chap. Number six, please. What are you doing here? I thought this was supposed to be my house. Oh, I was just tidying up. I thought you were a waitress, weren't you? Not a housemaid. I, I take whatever work I can get. Well, you can get out. Why are you so angry? Why am I so angry? Because I've just seen a good friend of mine get crushed by a giant bright white beach ball that screamed like the devil and hurt my bloody eyes just to look at it. That's why. Ah. <sighs> ah. Is that all you've got to say? What would you like me to say? Does that sort of thing happen here every day? Not every day, no. Then how often? Uh, perhaps you'd like me to show you around your house. I know my way around. It looks just like my apartment in London. Only this bit. Shall I show you behind these walls? Behind? What? Bathroom, kitchen, bedroom. Fully modern, full of all the latest... Space-age plastic and metal crap. Thanks. Now get out. You... You don't want to talk? What are you, a shrink? No. Just a friend. If you'll let me. What do you want from me? Shall I pour us a drink? Pour yourself a drink. It's probably drugged. I said I didn't want a drink. I know. You know there is no way out of here, don't you? No. Do you? How long have you been here? Too long. Does no one ever give a straight answer around here? Not often, no. But maybe if... Well... Well what? Maybe if you give some straight answers. Some straight answers. Oh, she's good. She's very good. 
Come on, number nine. Let's see what you're made of. You're scared. Am I? You're trying to look confident, even kind, but you're scared. Behind your eyes. I've seen it before. Where? What? You expect me to give you my confession just because you're a pretty face offering me a cosy drink? I'll take the compliment. And you can take your drink! <coughs> and if you won't get out, I will! No, don't go, please! Give me one good reason to stay. Why? I thought we could be friends. I thought if you could just tell me, share with me. And you think I don't know that they're watching, that number two isn't sitting in his oversized washing machine drum, peering at us with his beady little eyes? How's she doing, number two? Hey! Not very well. Please, for God's sake, please, number six, just tell me something. Anything. Otherwise, they'll... Hurt you? Torture you? Kill you? Bounce a glowing ball on your pretty little head? Why should I care? Be seeing you. Oh, well, it was worth a try. Oh, now then, where's he off to in such a hurry? Oh, dear. Um... Observation suite. You want to stop him? I think he's a little overwrought, making a fruitless dash for it, silly boy. Yes, I think it's best. My, my. Rover's getting a second outing today, isn't she? Orange alert! <laughs> 